The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following pre-recorded program is brought to you by Turning Point Action. Now, let the uprising begin. There are only two genders, and one of them is right here. It's the box that rocks. This is the Angela Box Show on AM 1070 and FM 103.3. The answer. Hello, hello, hello. Once again, all my fellow patriots and you filthy leftist stalkers out there. You are listening to the Angela Box Show on AM 1070. The answer. I'm Angela Box, but you knew that because the show's named after me. Um, <laughs> okay, we got a whole, a whole, whole lot today. But before I jump into all of the crap... Let's get some housekeeping out of the way. Um, we got to do this, guys. Um, YouTube keeps striking down my videos, by the way. They they just, I don't even put hashtags on them anymore. They're just like, nope, done. I've got two strikes. I'm not going to have that for much longer. But if you want to go subscribe to my YouTube or my bit shoot, Rumble, or TikTok, is, it is at Angela's Soap Box, all one word, all smushed together. Instagram and Twitter is at The Box That Rocks. Facebook is Angela Box Public. My Truth Social is at Angela Box. When in doubt, go to AngelaSoapbox.com. My website is being redone, and it's going to look really cool. Okay. Um, every week on my show, I like to get a, give a t- sea turtle killing plastic straw to a filthy leftist. But before I do that, I want to tell you a little story. So last week, <laughs> the gale to my Oprah, Olga, my friend Olga, as I call her, the gale to my Oprah, she was like, you didn't mention me on your show. I was like, let me think of a story. So there's this new movie coming out called Sound of Freedom. And if you don't know what it is, I mean, they're not, they're not advertising. I mean, they're, the media is not, not promoting this movie at all. They're promoting the hell out of Indiana Jones and the feminist reboot of Indiana Jones, but not Sound of Freedom. Why? Because Sound of Freedom is a true story about the CIA's uh, trafficking of children, okay? And this is a movie that took eight years to get to the public, five years to get made. Jim Caviezel, of course, a Passion of the Christ, um, he felt this was another calling, and the people involved all felt it as a calling. And uh, I believe it follows a man named Tim Ballard. I'm not 100% sure. I think Tim Ballard might be the protagonist of this. Um, the point is this. Sound of Freedom is coming out. Uh, around July 4th, I believe. I've already got my tickets. And you know why? Because the gale to my Oprah, Olga, took care of that for me today. So thank you. Thank you, Olga, the gale to my Oprah. You are earning your keep. Okay. Every week on my show, as I mentioned, I like to dedicate a sea turtle killing plastic straw to a filthy leftist or uh, sometimes some rhinos who richly deserve it. But this week, it should be no surprise. It's going to uh, Jack Smith and uh, the DOJ. Now, you're like, Angela, every week it's with this stuff. It's like, no, we have to talk about this stuff because the media is not going to tell you this stuff. We know. We know the media is hiding what's really going on. So earlier this week, they were all in a tizzy because they were like, oh, Trump said that he has a document in his hand and he said he's going to invade Iran and he was joking about it. And literally CNN ran with that. And I was thinking to myself, all right, what's the catch here? Because Every time these yahoos say they've got something on Donald Trump, that this is it, this is it, this is it, guys. They've really got him this time. Donald Trump's like, no, that's not what happened. So Donald Trump, from the beginning of this thing, and uh, Jack Smith, never forget, 
he he can't donate to Democrats, but his wife can. And his wife is a huge Democrat donor. His wife sits on the board of George Soros's Open Society Foundation. Jack Smith's uh um, the DOJ's deputy, a girl named Lisa, a girl, a woman named Lisa Monaco. Sorry, that was that was very unfeminist of me. A woman named Lisa Monaco, who is a deputy uh, DOJ under Merrick Garland, is working with one of Jack Smith's deputies. So when they tell you that the the Biden DOJ is not working with Jack Smith, the, the special prosecutor, that's a lie. So Jack Smith is a rabid Democrat. All right. They're losing their case. Trump has said from the jump, listen, man, I, I, I took these things. You knew I took them. I declassified them. They were, you know, personal or whatever that were declassified. And the charging document never had anything to do with the document talking about uh, going to war with Iran. So this is what Jack Smith does and, the, and the, his henchmen. They leak this audio. They leak it. Like, they, they leak it, please. Like, they, it needs to be leaked. The DOJ's like, here you go. Here you go, CNN. So CNN on Monday has this big scoop, and Anderson Cooper's like, this is it. And all the people are like, oh, this is very serious. So Trump is literally on a tape, like, talking about how Millie, the woke joint head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mr. Uh, let's they're more to worry about how transgenders feel in the military and pronouns and having drag queens come to Air Force bases than they're than they are about winning wars or keeping America safe. Can we keep it 100? This guy is telling Trump, hey, we, we you know, we should invade Iran. Like, what do you think? Should we do it? And Trump is basically just telling the people, including as a biographer or a journalist who's writing an article about him. And he's like, listen, off the record, this is what this guy wanted me to do. There, he was just shuffling around random papers, and that's what Trump said. He's like, there was no classified document. If there was a classified document, where is it in the charging uh, the charging document, Jack Smith? It doesn't exist. So this was meant to poison the jury pool, which, again, you're, you're going to be in, you know, I don't know. I, thank God they're in Florida. But if they weren't in Florida, they were going to be in D.C., which when Jack Smith and his henchmen charged Donald Trump with something about January 6th, they'll do it in D.C. because they think they can get him a, a guilty plea there. I mean, a guilty uh, verdict. You guys, listen, Here, here's the thing, too. Quick side note. Trump is setting all these people up so brilliantly. It's like, mwah, chef's kiss delicious. Because what was trending on Twitter when the CNN tape came out? Yes, of course, Trump tapes was tw- trending on all the left was salivating. And, you know, the normal lunatics like Deborah Messing were having orgasms about it. But what else was trending, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, Anthony Weiner, okay? Anthony Weiner. It's like, why was Anthony Weiner trending? If you don't know who Anthony Weiner was, he's the husband of Huma Abedin. Who's Huma Abedin? Huma Abedin is Hillary Clinton's main boo, okay? Huma Abedin's family also has ties to the Muslim Brotherhood, which had a front row seat in the Obama administration, but I digress. Anthony Weiner had a laptop, if you'll recall. And the reason that we found out about Anthony Weiner's laptop is because he decided to send a uh, a picture of his junk or clothed junk or whatever it was accidentally to, like, some chick, right? He thought he was direct messaging her, and then he accidentally tweeted it, and that was all she wrote. So people started to look into his laptop, okay? Now, supposedly... And I'm giving this a big allegedly here. I'm putting allegedly all over this, okay, because there's some really weird things that have happened with this laptop. Anthony Weiner had a file, allegedly, in this laptop called, 
quote, life insurance. In this file was uh, images, video of things that made seasoned New York City detectives who have seen everything physically ill, okay? Not only that, 9 out of 12 of them are dead. The 9 out of 12 of them that saw this thing are now dead, and they've been uh, suicided. They all committed suicide. Isn't that convenient? Because allegedly what's on this tape or on this this laptop implicates Hillary Clinton in some seriously dark stuff, like beyond dark. All right. Again, I'm going to go to the top of the show here. There's a reason they don't want the movie Sound of Freedom to come out. Okay. There's a reason that J.P. Morgan Chase settles with uh, Epstein accusers for $290 million. Okay. There's a reason these people that are whistleblowers are in fear for their lives. It's because these people are doing really bad things. And I've said this once and I'll say it a million times. We are dealing with evil people. There is good, there is God, there is light, and then there is dark and there is Satan and Lucifer. And these people, I don't know if they sold their souls to the devil or uh, by the, by the way of their actions they did. I don't know. But they did something and there's a reason they're kicking and screaming to not have these kinds of things come out. Okay, so Donald Trump setting them up perfectly Perfectly. It's like, oh, now we're talking about Anthony Weiner again. Now, you know, that that's a whole other rabbit hole we could go down. But in the in a couple of minutes we have left here, let, let's talk about what Joe Biden is, what we've now learned about the Bidens and the Clintons and et cetera. Wesley Hunt, Wesley Hunt, the uh, congressman who has turned out to be really great. I've met Wesley. I told I told him I was like, listen, man, straight up. You need to be like Chip Roy, not Dan Crenshaw. All right. And so far, so good, guys. So this is something that Wesley Hunt said earlier this week. He said, if you're a Biden, you are protected. If you're a Clinton, you are protected. If you're a Trump, you will be prosecuted. Americans are fed up with the selective justice and two tier system in this country. Amen. Amen. Wesley Hunt. Great job. Now, also this week, Joe Biden is lawyered up. That's right. He hired a uh, he hired a defense attorney and uh this is from Marjorie Taylor Greene. Burisma owner and Ukrainian oligarch who paid Joe Biden a $5 million bribe said it would take 10 years to find Joe Biden's web of criminal bank wires, LLCs, and accounts. He underestimated House Oversight Republicans. It took six months. Now, here's something else, guys, you have to understand. The DOJ, Biden, they all thought that they had the midterms wrapped up, and they almost did. I mean, they got the, quote, got the Senate and they've got a Katie Hobbs, that sack of potatoes, that that blob of clay installed in Arizona. I mean, look, their machines, all the other stuff they did, they thought, okay, we've got this wrapped up. We got the mules, we got the harvesters, good. We got the machines, everything's set. They almost got the house. We only have it by like six people. But they didn't expect the house to go to Republicans. And because they didn't expect the house to go to Republicans, they didn't expect all this stuff to come out. Now never forget, guys. Why is the, why is the Trump why is this going on? The swamp is going after Trump because the because Trump has promised to destroy them. They are going after Trump because in 2015 he said he was going to make America great again. And here's what you need to understand: the Biden crime family, and we're going to get into this more in the third segment. The Biden crime family is nowhere near the top of this food chain. Okay, it goes all the way to Obama, Clinton, FBI, CIA, and everyone else above them. And guess who else? is shedding some light, ladies and gentlemen. Look, 
as people, as people who have common sense, people need to start connecting dots here, okay? Because the New York Times is calling Robert Kennedy a dangerous person. The left is coming out hard against RFK Jr. Why? Because RFK is basically like, yeah, the CIA killed my dad, number one. Number two, let's go, let's talk about what Big Pharma is doing with these vaccines. Number three, let's talk about why the bridge troll Peter Hotez and his equally bridge trolly wife won't debate me. Oh, did you know that Peter Hotez and his bridge trolly wife live in the Montrose area in Houston? Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, when I see this guy one day, I'm whipping out my phone and we're going to have a fun little time with him. But they, they're, they're the same people going after Trump. That's what people have to start connecting dots. The two outsiders who are, who are putting a mirror to these people and show it and telling them, we're going to destroy your system. We're going to take it down. They don't want their system taken down, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no, they don't. All right, guys, you are listening to the Angela Box Show on uh, AN1070, The Answer. I'm Angela Box. We'll be right back. Fighting for the conservative cause. It's the box that rocks. Angela Box on AM1070 and FM1033, The Answer. That's what my mama named me, Angela Box. All right, welcome back to the Angela Box Show. I am absolutely thrilled to have my friend and Houston City Council candidate uh, position at large to Willie Davis, uh, Pastor Willie Davis joining us today. And I'm thrilled to have him because we just had the news that the Supreme Court struck down the affirmative action that had been the law of the land for many, many years. And I wanted to talk with him not only about his race, but also about the black community at large and what he he sees as the challenges and uh, ways to improve. So welcome to uh, the Angela Box Show, Pastor Willie. Hello, Angela. How you doing? Beautiful. And your day is going pretty good, I see. <laughs> it, it is. It is. We were, you know, it's so funny. We we taped my show yesterday and we had all these technology problems. And then we had a few technology problems this morning. It's like, I don't know, yeah. maybe it's me. Maybe it's my, maybe I'm glitchy this week. I don't know. But uh, Willie, before we jump into like the, 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 issues facing the black community tell everyone about what you're what you're running for where it is and how your race is looking so far thank you for having me first of all i'm running for city council at large here in houston texas we have 16 council seats and of course the 17th seat is the mayor Uh, our city is a chartered mayor controlled mayor power led um you know, um, city. And so the mayor has all of the, generally the power per se, because the mayor sets up the agenda. And the council, we don't have anything that we could put on the agenda. So everything is basically systematically ran by the mayor. Hopefully we can change that this year by there's going to be a charter amendment put on that we, if three council members agree on a particular issue, that it would be put on the agenda, be voted upon by the council. So hopefully that would be done. And that's one of the main reasons I'm running as city council at large. Uh, I'm not a district council run candidate. I'm an at large, which means I have to campaign all over the city, just like the mayor does. And so with that, I'm mostly uh, going to be responsible for making changes, policies, changing uh, the dynamics of, of, of the way the city run and try to use my power to do that. Uh, I'm a candidate. This is my third time run. I ran two times prior 
against an incumbent. As most people know, it's very hard to beat incumbents. But the incumbent was just totally uh, just non-responsible and had no credibility. And so I ran and got in the runoff against that incumbent two times back-to-back, four years apart, <clears throat> which says that the general public is waiting for something different and something better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I feel like I'm that person. You really are. And when I met you the first time, I just you have such a light about you and such a a calm presence and and a joyful presence. Former Green Beret, a man who uh, was raised in uh, Jim Crow South segregation. And today, with the affirmative action ruling being uh, struck down, how how do you feel about that, first of all? Well, the way I feel about it is I think that was, of course, the uh, the the right vote. Uh, affirmative action does not, uh, it doesn't solve anything. Matter of fact, it creates more problems uh, than it does solve, and it divides rather than unite. And yeah. so, uh, and so, you know, I can't say that I agree with everything the Supreme Court does. They don't always get it right, in my opinion, but then there's others on the opposing side think that they do. But either that, but, but I think um, this was, a right decision. If you want to go to, you 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 should not qualify a person based upon race. I just think that is totally. Uh, not only is it it is just not right in in terms of equality, but I think it's it's not right godly because it 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 does not unify. It doesn't say okay, this person who applied, um, you know, should get in because they're Asian or they're black or they're uh, low-income white or they're brown or whatever, I, I think that's, that's totally uh, just unacceptable, and I think it doesn't help us as a society at all. No, it doesn't. And as I as I like to say, Democrats who are very dumb and very arrogant, and dumb and arrogant is a dangerous combination, if you want to really get into what can fix and change the black community – in a in a in a really substantial way, get Democrats away from the education system because we've got a situation where they have a, a stranglehold on the education system, a stranglehold on black children, and these kids are being put through the prison to you know the the playground to prison pipeline that they always decry. It's like, but you guys are in charge of it. Mm-hmm. So I talk to me in the in the couple minutes we have left. We have about three minutes left. Talk to me yeah. about what do you feel like is you see are the biggest challenges of the black community, and how do we get beyond race? Well, first of all, to get, you know, those are those are time, maybe in another segment of time, we have more time we can get in depth with it. First of all, let me just go through what I think is wrong in the black community in relation to Democrats. Number one, Democrats have been in charge primarily with getting the votes of the black community for 60 years and have got nothing, nothing. We have nothing to show for it. That's number one. We have nothing to show for it. Number two, what black Americans do by generally voting Democrats is is that they have got to become more educated and informed on platforms. I mean, you know, being a Democrat, you know, means possibly, now think about the Democratic National Convention debate about whether they wanted God in their readings or not. I mean, how do you not do that? By and large, black Americans, and I use black Americans because that's what I use for who I am. We are godly people. We are people of, of, of morals. We are people conservative, 
conservatively about where we live. We've gotten away from that over this 60 years due to the fact that the Democratic Party has just been shelling out. They think giveaways, and that's what black Americans going to have to do. We've got to get away from the giveaways, get back to the morals, get back to our values, and then become educated on issues. They don't educate. The, the media's done a good job in avoiding issues that, to, to us, and we're listening to the media rather than investigating and reading and get more information, and that's hurting us. That is the thing that's keeping black America where it is. Now, lastly, on the, on the idea of race, on the idea of race, let me tell you how we get away from that. In my personal opinion, our problem in America is not racism. It's culturalism. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's a cultural rot and until and the media supports it and the the dominant narrative supports it and until people want to look at the culture and what's going on in the culture, yes. nothing yes. is going to change. Nothing is going to change. Um, Willie, tell everybody how they can reach you, how they can support you, because you're going to be coming back on my show a lot. I love you. I, you're going to win, and people oh. need to get behind <laughs> you now because you, you knew you could say I knew Willie Davis won. Go ahead. <laughs> well, first of all, you want to reach me. Thank you so much, Angela. You're just a jewel. You can reach me at Willie Davis. That's Willie W I L I E Davis for City Council. Dot com Willie Davis for city council dot com and my phone number you anyone can call me seven one three two zero four forty two fifty two and you can reach me and that is my campaign information I have a QR code on my website and you can go there and donate to our campaign which we know uh, we all campaign is about money as well as it is about you know about opinion so, exactly but thank you thank you so much for all of your help but that's thank you, you Willie and we will have you back soon on the Angela Box Show you're listening to the Angela Box Show on AN 1070 I'm Angela Box be right back it's the box that rocks with Angela Box on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. Okay, so what does it tell you, okay, when these people, the bad people, the evil ones, who have either uh, sold their souls to Satan or by their actions are selling their souls to Satan, what does it tell you when these people are going after the two men who are promising to expose their entire system, all right? They've gone after Trump for seven years, and now they're coming hard after RFK. It says that their whole system is corrupt, okay? And I'm going to give a quick uh, side note to uh, about RFK here. You know, there was this uh, video going around last week of a shirtless Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I was like, okay, son, okay. And then you juxtapose it with the bridge troll, Peter Hotez, or the, or the sloppy and disgusting Bill Gates who has no muscle tone whatsoever, who's like, oh, oh, guess what? Um, did you know that, uh, that we were genetically modifying mosquitoes and sending them out? And now that there's, now we have all of a sudden these, uh, heightened instances of malaria in the United States. And it just so happens that I've got a vaccine ready for malaria. I mean, I'm sure they're, sure it's not connected whatsoever. So anyway, Kennedy's out there last week, you know, showing what it looks like when you actually live a healthy lifestyle and you don't have to shove yourself uh, full of uh, their their big pharma medicine, medicine, their drugs. You don't have to. Vitamin D, zinc, vitamin C, exercise, drink water, eat healthy, 
don't drink too much, don't do drugs, and get out in the sunshine. Like, just, it's not hard, people. It's not hard. But I want to I wanna give a little, uh, I want to bring something to y'all's attention because I'm a big Curb Your Enthusiasm fan. Larry David is one of my influences. I'm just, you know, I'm a Seinfeld girl all the way. I, I feel like, you know, this is a good litmus test for me when it comes to meeting different people. Um, are you Seinfeld or are you friends? Like, if you're a Seinfeld person, we're going to get along. If you're a friends person, eh, you probably like the Big Bang Theory and we're not going to probably get along that much. You, you like more of the... The hokey, typical sitcom stuff. So if you're a sitcom, if you're a Seinfeld and a Curb Your Enthusiasm, you know, you're going to get what I'm saying here. So on Curb, uh, Robert F. Kennedy's my wife is a lady named Cheryl Hines. Cheryl Hines plays Larry David's wife. Kennedy met Hines when uh, she was doing something for the NRDC, the National Resources Defense Council, which is a super lefty environmental Nazi group, right? And that's the one that's the one quibble I have with Kennedy is like he thinks that we can control the weather. It's like, dude, no, we can't. Anyway, but that's how they met. Well, during the pandemic, during the time that Kennedy was just being railroaded by these people, and like taken off Instagram and taken off Twitter when he was talking about the problems with the vaccines, when he was talking about how ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine were good uh, therapeutics for the Rona. His wife, Cheryl Hines, who was more worried about her status in Hollywood than supporting her husband, went out and put out all these tweets, like basically distancing herself from him and was like, oh, I don't support what he's doing. It's just gross. I, I, listen, if I was Kenny, I would have divorced her. Bye. Bye. You got plenty of money on your own. You got that Kirby enthusiasm money. Bye. But he's still around. And now she's like, she's like, oh, walking around like, oh, I could be first lady and going to campaign rallies and things like that, like acting like everything's cool now. Now, so Kennedy, real quick, 80 percent of Democrats want Kennedy to debate Biden. They're, the, the DNC is not going to allow that to happen. Although I I do have my theories that they're not going to allow Joe Biden to be here much longer because as the corruption lines up, they're they're like we can't have this we can't have this guy as our front as our the head of the Democrat Party, and then with Senator knee pads pulling up rear here. Although I do think as this keeps going on, and again they didn't think the House Republicans were going to win, so now they're going to have they had to shuffle their whole plan here because look. Joe Biden got 81 million votes. Okay, that's what they tell you, right? Well, yeah, sure, he got 81 million votes. Did he? Did actually 81 million people vote for him? Of course they didn't. But they realized that they could put they could put a they could put a sack of potatoes, as I call him, in any any ham sandwich will do, as long as the guy goes along with their uh, agenda, as long as he sticks to the plan, as long as he sticks to the narrative. They could put anyone up there, and uh, they could get 81 million votes, quote unquote. No, the machines. Gave him 81 million votes. The cheaters gave him 81 million votes. The people pulling out suitcases of ballots at 3 a.m. gave him 81 million votes. The uh, the the drops of, of of hundreds of thousands of ballots at 1 a.m. gave him 81 million million votes. The shutting down of everything at 10:30 a.m. at uh, 10:30 p.m. at night in five swing states gave gave him 81 million votes because they had to shut it down, guys, because the machines weren't doing all that they were supposed to be doing. So they had to jump in and do everything else. Anyway, I digress. Biden is, is, is in trouble here. And I think that the media is realizing that they're going to have to ditch this guy soon. They're going to have to ditch this guy because the stuff that's coming out that, you know, Biden is walking around saying that he never knew anything about 
his Hunter Biden's business dealings. And my brilliant son, the crackhead, Cracky McCrackhead, as I call him, whose first arrest was when he was 18 years old for drugs, and he got that expunged. Do you think Do you think your kid would get his drug record expunged? I don't think so. Do you think your kid would get a sweetheart deal with the IRS and the DOJ? I don't think so. So now we have the situation where there are a couple things that happened this week. Two whistleblowers, two independent whistleblowers from the IRS have come forward. And they were talking with the House Oversight Committee. Now, you have to understand, again, that these people are putting their, taking their lives into their own hands. Because if you cross, as we've seen, when you cross these people, it does not end up well for you. You end up suicided. And that's why a lot of these people who are coming forward are saying, making public statements, I am not, I'm not depressed. I am not unwell. I am not suicidal. Okay. So these people came to the House GOP oversight because it was so troubling to them as to this sweetheart deal. That Hunter Biden got that Joe Biden absolutely worked with the DOJ on. So they come to the they come to the oversight and they're like, listen, we were in the room when uh, David Weiss, who's a U.S. attorney out of Delaware, I believe, was saying that they couldn't they weren't going to be charging Hunter Biden with X, Y and Z, these felonies that all of these IRS agents wanted to charge him with the actual felonies. And they said they're not doing that because uh, we've been told to stand down, essentially. Now, who told them to stand down? Merrick Garland told them to stand down. So Merrick Garland lied in front of Congress and he lied to the American people. And what's his defense? Oh, these people coming after me are a threat to democracy. Isn't that what they always say? Isn't that what they say when we had questions about the Rona and the lockdowns and the, and the masking children? Oh, you're a threat to democracy. Or the people on January 6th questioning what the hell actually happened on November 3rd, 2020. Oh, you're a threat to democracy. Are you are you starting to connect the dots here, people? So these IRS whistleblowers have come out and said that this absolutely happened. There were six people in the room. And not only that, there's a there's these text messages that the IRS investigators dug up and these DOJ investigators look uh, dug up. These WhatsApp text messages that Hunter Biden is talking to not one but two Chinese communist officials talking about five million dollar bribes and you better get it five million dollar and ten million dollar bribes and you better get it done because my father is in the other room and he wants this handled now. He wants this handled right now. And, oh, by the way, the Bidens, in another separate text message to a CCP official, the Bidens are definitely people that you're going to want to work with. All right. Y'all, th- th- this is this is this is what the d- the Democrats never wanted to come out because never forget Joe Biden. As I said in the first segment, he's not anywhere near the top of the food chain. He's just a cra- cagey old criminal. Okay, this goes to Obama. This goes to Clinton. This this goes to uh, book deals for thirty million dollars that Michelle Obama gets. I don't know if it was that much, but it was a lot. Why are they giving Big Mike $30 million book deals or whatever they, whatever she got? You tell me. It's a, y'all, it's so, oh, the corruption is so bad. And that's why they're going after Trump. And that's why they're going after Kennedy. And what they're, whether or not Trump and Kennedy are working together on this, I have no idea. But it is interesting how both these people, these outsiders to the system, to their own parties, are being just dragged down by their own parties. Look, Fox News, 
is that they're propping up Ron DeSantis like there's no tomorrow. Ron DeSantis is not going to be the Republican nominee. Paul Ryan, who sits on the board of Fox now, is out saying that if Donald Trump is the nominee, it's going to be a disaster because because why? Not because he couldn't win, because he could win. Now, Paul Ryan, as the former vice presidential nominee and the former Speaker of the House, who had to resign for whatever reason. Anyone ever want to ask Paul Ryan why he suddenly resigned? When he was at the apex of power, when he had the speakership, when he had all this power, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to resign. Anyone ever care to ask Paul Ryan why he resigned so suddenly? Hmm, interesting, right? But Paul Ryan is out there saying that if Donald Trump becomes the nominee, he could win, and that's a problem. Why is that a problem, Paul Ryan? I thought you were a Republican. It's a problem because Donald Trump has promised to destroy their system. That's why all of these uh, leftists don't want Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to debate Joe Biden because because Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a problem for their system. Now, McCarthy and and MTG and Jim Jordan, all these people exposing these things, they have promised they're going to be bringing impeachment charges against Merrick Garland. Okay, because this is this is earlier this week. Uh, Speaker McCarthy announced the House will be launching an impeachment inquiry into A.G. Merrick Garland for his role in suppressing the Hunter Biden investigation. Okay, that's just that's just the least of it. We know that the Merrick Garland DOJ is working with Biden and working with Jack Smith to try and, you know, get Trump. Finally, it's not going to work, you guys. It's not going to work. One more thing before I go to the break. Um, Biden's you Hunter Biden's Ukrainian funded firm. If you haven't heard this, provided Joe Biden with a secret global phone while he served as vice president. Yeah, the phone was used to send and receive messages and calls from China, Russia and Ukraine. Now, John Solomon of Real Clear Politics, he called the phone the other day. He called the number. Just like, oh, we got the number now. Let's see who picks up. You know who picked up, ladies and gentlemen? Joe Biden. Y'all, this is getting good. This is getting good. You are listening to the Angela Box Show on AM 1070, The Answer. I'm Angela Box. We'll be right back. It's conservative, air, combat, armed, and ready. This is the Angela Box Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033, The Answer. All right, as per usual, I'm not going to be able to get to like 95% of the things I have in my notes. But it is time for the Say Something Nice segment. As I always promise, every week I want to do a little good news, and um, I want to talk first about what America First Legal is doing, and this this is a perfect um, a perfect companion to the Supreme Court decision that just came down that struck down affirmative action. Now, look, guys, affirmative action is really it's so divisive, it's so bad, and and the thing is is that when you when you dumb down standards to allow certain people into colleges, it dumbs down every it dumbs down standards for everybody. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many uh, high school kids I've met going into college that don't know how to write a paper, that don't know basic grammar. I mean, it's it's really bad out there, you guys. And what people have to understand is this, this is all purposeful. They need people to be as dumb as humanly possible, so they, they eat their pablum and, you know, America's a racist country and you can't get ahead and whatever. And that goes for everyone, black, white, Hispanic. They need to – the left needs all of everybody to eat their pablum and not question anything they're doing. So the, the worst thing that could happen – 
is that the Department of Education would be overturned, right? Would be done away with education sent back to the states. Trump has promised that when he's president again, he's going to be cutting funding to any school who promotes uh, CRT, critical race theory, uh, 1619 project, and gender ideology. Yay, do it. The left cannot have, cannot lose the education system. Because that's how they're able to get things like affirmative action. If we had a, a functioning educational system, we wouldn't need affirmative action. Okay? That's just, that's just how it is. Now, here's what America First Legal did this week. They filed a civil rights complaint against Nordstrom for unlawful, racist, and sexist hiring practices. Now, hopefully what we're going to see with the downwind of the affirmative action ruling in the Supreme Court is we're going to see corporations start to be held accountable for this also. So America First Legal basically is suing Nordstrom for, um, you know, discriminating against white people. And it, it's just it's just it can't, we can't have this in a functioning country. We, we can't. This is South Africa stuff, guys. OK, we cannot punish a group of people for something they never did. All right. And we cannot uh, make victims out of people for experiencing something they never experienced. People alive today, unless you're older, never experienced segregation, never experienced Jim Crow, and certainly didn't experience slavery, okay? So this constant push to keep us divided is for one reason and one reason only, to keep the left in power. That's it. And once people wrap their brains around it, everything else is going to start to make sense. Because as I always say, there's a lot more that uh, a lot more that unites us than divides us. Now, speaking of things that unites us and not divides us, it is uh, the last week of the sacred month of June. Um, but uh, when you're hearing this, it'll be July already. But just when you thought it was safe to go outside again, uh, Dr. Rachel Levine, the under health secretary, admiral that she was, she was given at, she, did I just say she? Bad Angela, bad misgendering. No, he, this dude walking around in a dress calling himself a girl, uh, Rachel Levine, he's the under health secretary and was an admiral because, of course, he said that, uh, that we're just, happy Pride Month. And he said, you know, we're just, it, 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 let's just, let's just say it's declared a summer of pride. So just when you thought, it was safe to go out or just when you thought it was safe to go back to Target. Uh, no, you're not going to be able to go back to Target. They're not going to stop. Now, going back to the top of the show, and I'm going to keep referencing Sound of Freedom because you need to go get your tickets. Go go Google it right now. Uh, I was watching this interview today with Caviezel. Um, They're out selling Indiana Jones by 25% right now. Sound of Freedom, this little movie about child sex trafficking and how our CIA and how our deep state is helping to Fund it and make it possible. This week, Lena Hildago, that clown, that woman who uh, didn't win her election fair and square as far as I'm concerned, scumbags like Rodney Ellison on commissioner's court, they are welcoming in an anti-sex offender registry group who are holding their national conference right here in Houston Houston is basically the hub of human human and child sex trafficking, if you did not know, because of our many uh, freeway systems that go all over the country. We're a hub, ladies and gentlemen. But Lena Hildago and the commissioner's court's like, yeah, obviously, come have your come have your uh, national your anti-sex offender registry group. So basically, people that that support Lambda, the 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 Boy Love Association, they should have their they should have their conference here, too. Why not? Just, again, they're showing you who you are. They're not even, like, hiding it anymore. 
Now, some this this is some other gaslighting that they're trying to do. Last week at the New York City Pride Parade, there was uh, a bunch of drag queens walking around, and they were screaming out, we're here, we're here, we're coming for your children, all right? They said it over and over again. Now, again, when they tell you who you are, you should believe them. Because now we have a, a bill being advanced in California that is going to take children away from their parents if the parents do not, quote, affirm their gender ideology or their gender identity, excuse me. So these children that are being brainwashed in these government schools, because it always starts with the schools, it always starts with these leftist lunatic teachers, and I can tell you that they're there. Look, they never would have even hired me today to be a teacher. Are you kidding me? They wouldn't take a look at my social media and be like, "Uh, no, she's she's not invited. But even back in the day when I was teaching, I mean, far left lunatics, All right, talking about, oh, there's no borders. The border's just lying in the sand. That's the kind of crap I had to deal with when I was getting my teaching credential in California. My professors did not like me, but I digress. Could could not give me A's, though, because I was still a really good student and a really good teacher. But in schools, these kids are being, uh, you know, brainwashed with this gender ideology crap. And then they go to their parent in California, let's say, I'm like, Mommy, I think I'm a girl. And their mom's like, uh, no, you're not a girl. Well, guess what? That kid can now be t- taken away from their parents. And NBC News is doing the most. And so is New York Times. Gaslighting, gaslighting, gaslighting. They're like, oh, oh, these right-wing bigots. They're saying that the, the drag queens who are walking around saying, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Like, they don't really mean that. It's just, it's just rhetorical. We're just making fun of you. Um, no, they're not, ladies and gentlemen. No, they're not. Can anyone please explain? Normal gay people who are who are coming out of the woodwork here, and that's great to see, and we need more of it. Normal gay people don't sit and gyrate their junk in front of children in a quote pride parade. There's never there's never a reason to do that. Okay. The same people that, um, you know, the current thing, this is another one of their current things. Hashtag Ukraine. Hashtag, uh, gender, gender is, gender is a spectrum. Hashtag wear your mask. Hashtag get vaccinated. These are all the same people. I mean, they're such, they're, they are very cliched and dumb people. And if they were not so dangerous, we could laugh at them. But these people hold a lot of power in our culture and in our government and in our uh, society, don't they? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. So, um, uh, when, when we, when we talk about how these people are grooming children and these, and then the left's like, you're, you're just a bigot. You're crazy. Here's something. A Democrat trans, transgender lawmaker has been arrested on multiple child pornography charges. That's right. Some man out in, I don't know, New Hampshire, total dude, obviously a man, not even trying. This is the thing, too. They're like, I identify as a woman. Well, you're not a woman, and we need to get back to reality here. And I really do, I really do think that um, they're, these people, they're, they're starting, people are starting to wake up to them, and that scares the crap out of them, and they don't like that. This week, Barack Obama, the first black president, he's out there in some interview. He's like, oh, Fox News and right-wing radio skews facts and makes people fearful of each other. Excuse me, heifer. 
You and Big Mike over there celebrating that they're, you know, decrying how abortion is not easily gained anymore by black people. And by people of color, we've got like, you know, I don't know, 25,000 25, fewer abortions this year because of the Dobbs decision. 25 more babies that get a chance at life, which is a horrible thing, according to you people. You want to talk about skewing facts? How about this, Barack Obama? How about uh, telling women that it's not a baby that's growing inside of them? How about saying that it's okay to uh, vote against the Born Alive Act, which would save a baby from being killed if they had the temerity to be born after an abortion, which is what you did, Barack Obama, when you were state senator in Illinois? How about lying to children and saying that you can change your gender and everything will be fine. It's just a, just another money grab from you filthy, disgusting leftists. So no Barack Obama and M- Big Mike. The truth is coming out, and that's what you're afraid of. And that's why they want to get rid of talk radio, ladies and gentlemen. Not on my watch, because you know what, guys? You and me, this show, me, you, this audience that is growing by the week, we're going to make talk radio great again, ladies and gentlemen. All right, that is my time. Please go check me out on all my socials. Check everything out on AngelaSoapbox.com. And until next time, everybody, keep kicking ass and taking names. Peace. So I face the final.